Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh, new conservative voice. The C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet. The greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is uh, America. I want to thank each and every one of you for coming along with us as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here on the C.L. Bryant Show. And... Um, Hey, folks, it is a great day in the USA, and it's all because of people like you who come along with us daily. Um, uh, and uh, I certainly hope that we can fight the good fight here in these next 10 months and uh, regain the House of Representatives and maintain the office of president in the, of the United States and increase uh, a conservative margin in the Senate. And of course, all the while, we are uh, paying close attention to those who uh, will be coming forward to run for office. Yeah, it's time to really vet those that you send to office because they campaign one way and then they want to legislate and govern another. Since there are representatives, we should have a say and sway over what goes on in that arena. Shouldn't we? Of course we should. And we better have a say and a sway over what's going on in that arena. Now, um, listen, when we were um, in the other half of the show, the other hour of the show, I left you with this. There is a religion going on called climate change, and we can save the planet. That is the grandiose mission that uh, the progressive candidates, progressive socialist candidates, are putting before America, all, all but one or two who are not quite on board with it. But Tom Steyer, rich man, uh, wants everybody to drink his Kool-Aid. Uh of course, you have Bernie, Bernie Sanders, Bernie Sanders, who, in fact, is, is a, a, a total zealot for this. You, you have Elizabeth Warren on board with all of that, too. And, and so they want you to believe that the actions of mankind on the planet right now is contributing to the famine and to the uh, natural weather disasters that are happening around the globe. Now, all of you know that I am a student of, of Scripture. I've always been one for a very long time now, over uh, 40 years. And... Um, 
I recall in scripture, I recall in scripture going all the way back to uh, Joseph being sold into slavery uh, into Egypt and how that all occurred. Do you know how it all occurred? Because there was a famine in the land. Yeah, yeah, there was a famine in the land. Now, of course, you're going back over 3,000 years. <laughs> yeah. And now there were chariots. There were plenty of flatulence going on because animals were everywhere. In fact, animals were actually a part of the household in many cases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had a roof over your head. You had a donkey. The donkey, a lot of times, was in the house with you. <laughs> okay. Okay. And so you had animals everywhere. And I know that there are some uh, progressive Marxists uh, who are uh, wanting us to believe that, you know, cow flatulence is, you know, also a, a, a huge reason for what's happening with our climate. Well, gee, it does tell us, science bears it out, that there were these huge animals on Earth, roamed the Earth at one time. And, of course, I guess the progressive socialists would say that it was their own flatulence that caused their extinction. I, I don't know. <laughs> but I do know that... When I read scripture, I plainly recall on several, on two or three, four, maybe four occasions where these words were used in four different such circumstances. Because I'm, I'm, I'm looking at uh, what happened with Joseph and then Elijah and Elisha, you know, there, there was famine, famine in the land. Which meant that uh, it may not have rained. The sun, uh, who knows, it might have been too hot. The wind may have blown excessively and blown the seed, uh, scattered it to the four winds. Who knows? But we do know that there, over 3,000 years ago, uh, th there was famine in the land. And there were no combustion engines. At least that we know of, you know, there were none. And so why then, why is it that uh, we are being led to uh, this place, especially our young people are being led to this place where they are uh, wanting to believe that they can manipulate the climate. That is, you talk about a grandiose mission. If you went on a mission to manipulate the climate, and don't you know that there have been people who are trying and have tried 
But while the earth remains seed time and harvest time, cold and heat, summer and winter, it's not going to cease. Even though there might be some people who are diabolical enough to think that they can manipulate the climate. Can you imagine what type of a hammer you hold over somebody's head? What type of a guillotine is hanging over someone's head? If there happens to be an evil person who finds a way to manipulate the climate? In other words, what am I saying? I'm saying you can't do it if you tried. Because if it could happen, if that could take place, some evil person would have already done it. Are you hearing me? Someone would have already done it. They would have already manipulated the climate so that the the sun uh, doesn't shine most of the times in uh, Kansas, Nebraska anymore. Huh. And surely I know that there are progressive Marxists who would like you to believe that maybe Americans have already manipulated the climate. That's why uh, some places are experiencing uh, tumult and and others are not uh, on this planet other than here in this country. Well, maybe it's uh, the same way. Maybe the Israelis are in on it, too, because they seem to be very prosperous, even though some of the elderly there are are suffering. Uh, They're hungry. But Israel itself is prosperous, isn't it? Yeah, it is. So maybe they and America control the climate. How ridiculous that would be. Maybe the reason they're blessed is because they understand that they get their uh, authority, their life, their liberty, the pursuit of happiness from a creator. That's what the Judeo-Christian principle, that's what the ethic is all about. That's what the ethic is all about. It is about understanding that there is more to our success as a nation than just our own human efforts. There has to be a creator who gives us these great privileges. So important was it to believe that and think that that Jefferson decided to put it into the founding documents of this nation, of this country. And of course, when you look at Israel, it is a nation, according to scripture, that was founded by God. By Jehovah himself. That, that, that's what they believe. So you look at a Judeo-Christian ethic. And you look at two nations that are seemingly blessed. Among uh, highly, highly above so many of the others. And, and even though Israel is 
the one place, one of the one of the few places in the Middle East that has no oil. <laughs> huh? How is it possible that God led his people to the, one of the, the one place that had no oil? <laughs> I tell you why, in my, in my estimation, is so that the world could see that it's not of anything that they did stumble onto that has made them prosper. It has been the promise that was given to them through Abraham. That's what I believe is is the reality of Israel. And those of us in this Judeo-Christian nation, I believe that is also the secret to our success as well. Now, um, I want to make certain you get this. Larry Kudlow has described... The Chinese deal that the president is about to um, ink and make real, he has described it as perhaps the biggest deal that we have ever seen as far as world economics is concerned. Cutlow wants us to understand the magnitude of it, but in pointing out the magnitude of what is about to take shape here, He also points out, and I want you to pay attention because I want you to see how you might even want to flip over to CNN, MSNBC and all of that type thing and see how they're going to cover it. If anything, friends, with the the magnitude of, of what this is going to mean to us as Americans being productive and being uh, successful economically. This is huge. But will Trump get credit for it? Listen, folks. We are the most competitive economy in the world, Cutler was saying. This is a one-time, historic, never-happened-before trade deal. It's going to benefit incomes, all incomes, Individual areas, agriculture and manufacturing and financial services and technology. And it's going to help our economy grow faster. What what's not to love? Pardon me. What's not to love about that? But do you think that um, CNN, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, the usual suspects, do you think they're going to give Donald John Trump any type of credit 
for uh, the, the the one time historic never happened before trade deal the one time historic never happened before trade deal that the president is about to uh, ink in phase one of this deal with the Chinese do you think that any of the usual suspects NBC CNBC ABC do you think they're going to give me any credit for it <laughs> yeah yeah in the first phase of uh, the deal China has agreed. And keep in mind, China is one of the biggest polluters on the planet. Not us. But somehow the progressive liberals don't see the progressive uh, Marxist don't see it that way. Naturally, they wouldn't see it that way because the Chinese, at least the government, is progressive Marxist as well. And that's why the people in Hong Kong are trying to break away from it. But in the first phase of the deal, China has agreed to increase its total purchase of U.S. goods and services by at least at least 200 billion over the next two years. Hundred billion a year. The deal also includes a commitment by China to increase its buying of U.S. agricultural products to forty billion to fifty billion in each of the next two years. Now, uh, the, the the candidates in the Democrat Party were trying to uh, talk about poor, pitiful farmer. And it has been hard on the American farmer. I have no question. There is no question about that. But they are making an argument much too late. Much too late. Because what is about to happen now with an influx of potential here with 40 billion to 50 billion dollars. Uh, being bought in American goods, agricultural goods and products. The American farmer is can get back into business. So many farms had, had dried up, blown away. But the American farmer can now get back into business. Hey, not only are we going to be the largest uh, exporter of oil, gas in the world, but the largest, perhaps, exporter of agricultural goods and services to the world because our farmers can go back to farming and producing Yeah, we're talking about an administration whose slogan was make America great again. How do you impeach that type of administration? I'm CL. Be right back. Don't go anywhere.
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. All right, so it is done. Uh, the trade deal with China is done. The president has done a something that is once in a lifetime big. And the question is, do any of you think that CNN flip over there now? Fox, I'm sorry. But I, I, I want the people to flip over, tell a friend, flip over to CNN. Go back and forth between Fox and CNN. Uh, go back and forth between MSNBC and uh, uh, CNN. If you have a quad screen, that's fantastic. Because you can, if you can isolate the CNN, MSNBC, CNBC, and compare it to what's going on in Fox. I promise you that the three progressive socialist stations are saying the same thing. Now, I have not had a chance to hear what has been said since uh, the president has signed this. But I do know this. I do know this. Uh, you um, had better understand one thing. They, If they don't give credence i mean big time credence to this achieve uh, to this achievement they don't highlight just the magnitude of this achievement by this president then everything that we then you will know that everything we have been saying about uh how unfair unprecedented the treatment of this president not because he's a failure but because he's a success this president has been successful in in his administration all three years under incredible attack under incredible fire from people who wanted to see him fail ousted ran out of town he has continued to succeed. I told you yesterday, I'll tell you again today, I'll continue telling you as long as I can say it, I see the hand of God working in America. Because uh, the obstacles that have been thrown in the path of this administration, in the path of this president, the obstacles that have been thrown out there, supernaturally, have been overcome and the the people who have thrown the obstacles have been made to look like fools professing themselves to be wise they became fools 
and and he has taken the simple things to confound them with, and that is good old common American sense and decency. The idea of living in a nation where the only thing you really truly want is to be left alone, to uh, make sure that your family is safe, fed, warm, and dry. Huh? That's, the, that's truly the American dream. But it's going to get bigger. It can get better, and it's going to get better. Because, listen to me, President Donald Trump, let me tell you something. This administration has signed a trade grill, uh, agreement on Wednesday with China that is expected to boost exports f- from U.S. farmers and manufacturers and is aimed at lowering tensions in a long-running dispute between the economic powers. It, it, it does this in the midst of people saying that this president wants to uh, throw the world into war. What a lie that is being proved to be. Yet you still have some who want to hold on to that and are holding on to that and would like to believe that, right? Yeah. There are people who would like to believe that and would want you to believe that. But that is exactly the opposite. What you have seen happen here today makes the entire world a more peaceful place. Are you hearing me? What has happened here between the United States and China makes the world a more peaceful place and it also gives us the united states more leverage over north korea oh yeah two things were accomplished here today with one signing trump's made sure that he uh that that we i should say that we as Americans are on speaking business good terms with China. Why is that important? It's important because the Chinese hold the leash of the North Koreans. The North Koreans are the Chinese little lap dog. Always have been. The Chinese propped them up. This deal makes the world a safer place. Who then do uh, the Chinese uh, look to as their main allies? Well, it's someone with the same type of ideology that they have. The Russians, who, of course, prop up the Iranians. The Chinese, the Russians, and of course, above all, the Americans, three major powers, America being the only superpower, are now in a position where it does not make sense to 
have a world war, does it? <laughs> Especially when China can feed its people and America can have a fair trade deal going on. We can have a fair trade deal where we don't get treated like idiots. That's what we really want. And hey, friends, um, that's what we're going to get. For once, we have a president who see who is seeing to it that we're not treated like chumps. Huh? You've been treated like a chump. And 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 and, and you <laughs> were taking it like a chump. This president has seen to it that the people who were bullying us and taking advantage of us, literally taking our lunch money from us as Americans, the Chinese were literally taking our lunch money from us. The, the, the Iranians literally got pallets of money from us to treat us like chumps. Little Kim had no respect for Obama. Neither did Vladimir Putin. No, not at all. But whether they like him or not, I tell you what, they respect what he will do. Talking about our president, Donald Trump, the Russians respect what he will do. He'll, the Chinese respect what he will do, what he's capable of doing. Uh, the North Koreans respect what he is capable of doing. They respect the fact that he leads by uh, example, deed, and his word. He has made promises that he has kept, not only to evangelicals, but black people, Latin people. He has made promises that he has kept to our military, to the economy. I remember uh, hearing the president say, it seemed to me so brashly when I heard him say it that we are going to win so much that we are going to get tired of winning. Do you remember that? We're going to win so much that we're going to get tired of winning. Well, folks, I, I, I'm one of those who I, would, I will never, I will never get tired of winning, but we are winning so much. And what's sad to me is that you have a progressive liberal media that is winning as well because of this president, even though uh, they pale in comparison, their, their ratings are down. They're still winning because those who dislike this president is tuning in to listen to them rail on him. If he were not, they would not have 
the type of ratings. They would not have the type of listeners they have even now, even though they're not many. They have to thank Trump for that. Who would listen to CNN, MSNBC, any of those clowns if, in fact, Hillary was president of the United States? Because uh, you would be feeling the pain of losing to the Chinese to the Iranians, even the North Koreans would have made some type of move on our interest, but not now. So what I am saying to you is even though the the, the, the progressive socialist Marxist Democrats would want you to believe that because the president has taken out uh, a top Iranian general, the world is a less safe place. I say nay, nay. No, no. The world right now, especially because of this signed trade deal with China, has instantly become a safe fur place, a much safer place. Awesome. And those who were never Trumpers, they're probably never Trumpers still, but even they have to marvel at this accomplishment. Even they have to marvel at this accomplishment. And then phase two will come. It's on its way. And what what more benefits could come from that? Chinese leader Xi Jinping in a letter to Trump that was read by Beijing chief negotiator Liu He said, concluding uh, the first phase of the trade deal was good for China, the U.S., and for the whole world. That is from Chinese uh, appointed dictator for life, Xi Jinping, saying that this trade deal is good for the U.S., good for China, and good for the whole world. The dictator that's appointed for life said that. But phase one trade agreement would do little to force China to make the major economic changes such as reducing unfair subsidies for its own companies that the Trump administration sought when it started the trade war by imposing tariffs on China imports in July. Now, what will happen, friends, is that um, a hungry, a people who become less hungry 
become more productive and then they want to see more of what they produced go into their pockets. So what am I saying? I'm saying that the American way is being uh, uh, promoted and advanced, even though it's not written into the deal. You feed the people, they become more productive, and they want to keep more of what they have produced. They begin to ask those questions. You have people who are, in fact, trying to crack the veil of ignorance that the Chinese, the North Koreans, uh, the Iranians, they're, they're slaves to what the government wants them to know and hear. And so our official, our, our, our efforts have yielded a transformative deal that will bring benefits to both countries, the President of the United States, Trump, President Trump added. Keeping these two giants and powerful nations together in harmony is so important for the world. The world is watching today. President of the United States, Donald John Trump, uh, said that, and he is so right. The world is watching today, and the world knows. All of the other countries around the world know that the planet, the entire planet, has just become a safer place because of this deal. <laughs> I, I, I the only thing that, that that's I'm, I'm looking forward to one of the things that I'm looking forward to right now uh, is how do the progressive socialists, the Marxists, turn this magnificent chicken salad that the president and China have prepared for all of us to feast upon with, oh, uh, club crackers and uh, what have you. You know, Ritz. I love Ritz myself. (laughs) And chicken salad. Uh, I'm a southern boy, though, of course. How will they turn that chicken salad, that beautiful chicken salad, into something else? <laughs> it's going to be interesting to watch. I really don't know uh, how you can argue with it. I mean, how why, how can you fight this? How can you kill the goose that lays the golden eggs? Why do that? I'll be back. I'm C.L. This is the C.L. Bryant Show. We'll be back with the home stretch of the show after these brief words. You thought I was worth saving So you came and changed my life You thought I was worth leaving 
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot, on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. CL back with you on this great and eventful day in America. Phase one of the U.S.-China trade deal has been signed. It is historic, never happened before type of Newsday in America. Folks, I'm... Um, Static about it, and the question that I had for you as we uh, engage here on the um, home stretch of CL Bryant show today: How will the progressive socialists, Marxist Democrats, how will the progressive socialist media in this country try to take away from what the president has achieved? How will they spin it into something bad, as they always have? And if they do that, Americans, are we going to be smart enough to see through what they are doing? Ask yourself this question as well. In light of this president doing something as historic as he has done. Doesn't these impeachment hearings and trials hearings, don't they seem absolutely ludicrous? You know, I love that word. (laughs) Mike Tyson said ludicrous. (laughs) But don't they seem ludicrous to you? In light of these this president's achievements don't these impeachment hearings seem ludicrous to you just absolutely nuts yeah it almost uh, it almost justifies dismissal because it, it, they seem ludicrous. Why? How? Could you? Would you? Should you even uh, think about bringing impeachment charges against a president who has, by signing something that no one thought could happen, trade deal with China? What? What lunatics try to would would try to impeach him? This is absolutely 
nuts. Hey, friends. We have a very long way to go. Uh, Ten months. It's going to be a short run. I mean, it's going to seem like a short run. This year it's going to blow by. But doesn't impeachment now in light of all of this seem ludicrous? Does to me the the way that um, the um, progressive socialist Marxist liberals and Democrats are going to come after the president? They are going to bring uh, up his person. It's, it's going to become personal because there's nothing else. They've tried everything. They've tried everything. And so now they have to go back, revert back to personal. Before he became president of the United States, if you will uh, remember, it was mostly personal attacks. And now they're going to have to revert back to that because, uh, quite frankly, with the way these things are shaking out with the China deal, trade deal, and all of that, with the way this is shaking out, you you can't hardly lay a glove on him, economic economy wise. And yes, um, the, the at least the Democrats were smart enough to see uh, what Trump was going to run on. Steyer, I think, is the one that said it. He's going to run on the economy, and that is right, folks. It, it's the economy, stupid. It's it's what is going on in with the economy that's important. And uh, so I think they're also going to do everything they can to continue to ask the question to America, can a woman win? That was a big question last night. Can a woman win? You know, uh, Bernie Sanders, uh, you know, have been subject of conversation when this when this is being batted about. And, of course, when you talk about uh, everybody who was vying and jockeying for favor from various ones, you could see it happening. You then have to take into account what type of ticket may uh, materialize from that Democrat stage to take on a president who has been so successful. Who, Who could you put together that would create anything that could rival what the president has accomplished politically and and economically with this Chinese trade deal. And I was saying this in the first hour. I'm going to leave you with this because it's something I can uh, see happening in real time. And that is you have uh, a BB ticket. Instead, this time Biden is the the presidential candidate, and the kid is the vice presidential candidate. Biden Buttigieg, the BB ticket, Biden Buttigieg ticket. That ticket 
would, in fact, stimulate interest. Uh, You'd have the gay community throwing every dollar they had behind it. And the uh, moderates and even um, uh, forward left wing of the Democrat ticket would embrace a Biden Buttigieg um, candidacy. That's the only thing I can see that will satisfy the Democrat Party and give them any hope of not being swept and and, and the, the political map being painted red from nearly sea to shining sea with the exception of California even and maybe Oregon I don't know <laughs> folks you put Buttigieg and Sanders together you're talking um, <laughs> death to the Democrat Party that's what you're talking you're talking death to the Democrat Party but you put Buttigieg and Biden, Biden, Buttigieg, it would have significance. And the visual would be such that you would have almost revival going on in the Democrat Party. You would almost have revival going on. But the accomplishments of Donald John Trump would still cause him to steamroll that ticket. And I think anything less than a Biden Buttigieg ticket has absolutely no prayer of gaining traction. The jug the juggernaut that is the Trump administration of which I am uh, very happy to uh, to say and and be a part of uh, an advisory board of this administration, Black Voices for Trump. It is amazing what is going to happen in 2020 with the shifting of minority votes both the latinos and black vote the shifting uh, nobody's talking about that latino vote and how it is going to shift as well oh we we focus on the illegals who are uh probably going to be hustled up and voted uh hustled to the polls to vote in california that's going to happen but the American Mexicans, the American Latinos uh, in this country, they're going Trump. They're tired of them. They're tired of the Democrat mess, too. They're going Trump. I've talked to so many of uh, my friends in the Latin community, uh, in the Cuban community and, you know, and, and, and in the Mexican community. I've talked to them. 
and 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 those who pay taxes and buying their homes and uh, trying to send their kids to school, they're voting Trump. Why? Because it's the only thing that makes sense. <laughs> Can a woman win? Um, a woman is not going to win this time around against this Republican candidate, President Trump. He has too many viable women allies. Two of them are front and center. And that is his wife, Melania, and his daughter, Ivanka. Yeah, those two faces, whether the Rachel Maddow's of the world ever give them credit, those two faces very much say it all about this present and and women. Billionaire playboy, no more. He is the husband of a, a, a just absolutely ravishing first lady, just absolutely gorgeous. He is the father of someone who is outstanding in business. And then he brings on board people like Katrina Henderson, Gail Wilson. And, and it's absolutely brilliant what's going on in that administration. But he'll never get credit for it, what he's doing. But you know, and so do I. Well, that's the end of the show today. And I want to thank God for bringing us to the close of yet another day. And I want to thank him for our men and women in uniform around the globe who defend our right to speak our minds. And until... I'm able to talk to you again. My heartfelt desire for each and every one of you is that God will bless and keep you all. Mm-hmm.